You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 117, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Cassandra Von Worsley here. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. So today we are getting more tactical, more practical. Uh, We're going to veer away from mindset for a minute because I want to start to talk about the things that we do in business. Now, mindset is everything, right? Like you could do the same exact things that somebody else is doing and not get the results. And you might say, I put in so much work and I did this and I don't know why. And it all comes back to mindset. So although we're going very strategic and very practical in today's episode, let me just tell you, your mindset comes first. And that relates to everything in life, not just business. I've been working a lot on my mindset lately. In fact, Anytime I've wanted to go from one level of my life to the next, the book that I pick up and use to do that is Louise L. Hayes' You Can Heal Your Life. And I'm at another point now where I'm ready to go to the next level. I have a clear vision for the next level. And so what am I doing? I am back in chapter one of You Can Heal Your Life and doing my affirmations and reminding myself that we create with our thoughts and a thought can be changed. A thought can be changed. So whatever you're feeling about your business today, whatever is going on in your mind about your business today, I know for so many of us, we have doubts. I have doubts every single day. I can't tell you the number of doubts. Can I do this? Should I do this? When is this going to work? Why is this not working? For today, just say to your doubt and to your fear, I hear you, I see you, and I know how powerful I am. So I don't need you and keep it moving. Keep yourself in action, in movement forward, in making progress and don't jump, jump 10 steps ahead the way that I do. Uh, you know, I often have to slow myself down when I'm working on stuff in business and say, okay, what do you need to do right now so that I can keep my relentless focus and I can stay super focused? So there I will get off my pedestal in this moment. (laughs) Let's talk about why every entrepreneur needs to write an ebook. Now I have talked on many episodes about ebooks. I love to write ebooks. I have a goal this year. I've actually had this goal for the last three years of writing 52 ebooks in a year. I just completed ebook number one. So I am behind the curve, but I will certainly catch up this year because this is the year to do it. Part of my mindset change. And so I've talked a lot about this, uh, this idea of entrepreneurs needing to write ebooks for many, many reasons. And so if you want to go back and and go back to some of my other episodes, as early as episode 17 on She Runs the Show, I did an episode on how to write and publish an ebook on Kindle in seven days. Typically, I like to produce my ebooks that quickly with that quick a turnaround. There are steps to it. So She Runs the Show episode 17 talks about how do you do that in seven days. And then I did another episode episode 46 called Fear Excuses and the Book You Long to Write. Because I did that episode because so many people, they see what I'm doing with my eBooks. And if you don't know anything about my eBooks, you can go to overcomingfearbooks.com. You can see everything that I've written. And I I put all my, my books on Amazon. So they're all available on Amazon. But episode 46, Fear Excuses and the Book You Long to Write. I, I had to do that episode because I was coming across people who would say to me, man, you're, you know, you're writing your ebooks, you're publishing your ebooks. I really want to write an ebook. I've wanted to write one for so long. And then they start, but they don't finish. 
And so I found that a lot of entrepreneurs who really long to write a book don't because of fear. You know, they tell themselves excuses. So that's where episode 46 came from. And then episode 60 is called the three secrets, the three secret ingredients of ebook marketing. And I did episode 60 because the thing that I've, I've learned and I'm continuing to learn about ebooks as a stream of revenue. So not just as a means of building your email list or a means of establishing expertise and credibility. One side of your business, and I, and I hate to say this because I'm a writer and I love to write, but one side of your business is the writing, which is probably 30% of it becoming a stream of revenue and a solid one. 30% is the writing, 70% is the marketing. 70%, I can't even say enough. I am always thinking about ways that I can market my ebooks and I'm continuing to grow in that area. So I did episode number 60, the three secrets, secret ingredients of ebook marketing, because I quickly learned after I started writing ebooks that it is really all about the marketing, period, the end. So I want to spend today's episode, episode 117, really talking about why every entrepreneur needs to write an ebook. Now, let me start off by saying, if you are struggling with writing an ebook, if you've wanted to write an ebook for a long time, if you know that your life has been hellish at points, and there are so many lessons and things that you learned along the way, and if you could create a book that could help even one person learn those same lessons the easy way, or to, to feel inspiration from your story. If you know that that's something that's on your heart to do, I created a seven day writing challenge and it's a powerful challenge. I mean, I did fit. It is, I'm just going to drop the mic on it. It is a powerful challenge. So if you need a little like candle lit under your butt to get your book done, go to tinyurl.com forward slash writing challenge seven, the number seven. So HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash writing challenge seven, the number seven, because, and take my seven day writing challenge, because I really challenge you to get a book done in seven days. And I teach you everything that it takes to do that in that challenge. I will give the challenge later, but let's get to the content. So why, why does every entrepreneur need to write an ebook? I mean, that's the question, right? You've probably been thinking about writing a book. You have friends who've written a book, maybe even have friends who are New York Times bestseller, which I'm not even going to get to what I think about that because there's a lot of manipulation in that. And if you, I'm just, I won't even go there. I'm just going to say that used to be a dream or a goal of mine and it really isn't anymore because it doesn't matter to me so much because I know how people get there. So I digress. Um, uh, but if you have the goal of being a New York Times bestseller, go for it. You can do it. I think what I've learned by watching other people do that, go that journey and achieve that is that it is so doable. It's a matter of doing the right steps at the right time in the right order and having a team around you. And if you've got those things in place, it is really not that hard. So if that's your dream, I'm, I'm not going to knock you for it. I'm just going to say, just know it's doable. It's to- There's a system to it. It is totally doable. So what are you going to learn in today's episode? By the end of today's episode, you're going to learn why eBooks are critical to every revenue stream in your business. We're also going to talk about why you don't have to be a writer to write an eBook. A lot of people think that, you know, I never did well in English. 
I hate writing. I'm not good at grammar. You don't have to be a writer trained ebook. And we're going to talk about why that is true. We're also, by the end of this episode, going to talk about what adding author to your bio can do for your business. This is a really important distinction. I'm about to apply to do my first TED Talk ever. And it's so helpful and it's confidence building for me to be able to, in my application, add author to the mix. So I'm so I'm so excited about applying to do a TED Talk and being able to say that I'm an author because I am. So we're going to talk about what adding author to your bio can do for your business. And then we're going to talk about the first three steps to to get started. For those of you who coach with me or who have taken my Focus Mindset Formula course, you know that I live and breathe and operate on this idea of your next three steps. Partly because I tend to want to go the next 15 steps and map out the next five years, and then I get overwhelmed, and then I got to bring it back down to the next three steps. I think relentless focus lives in your next three steps. So we're going to talk about the first three steps that you need to take to get started on your ebook. So Let's begin this. Why ebooks are critical to every revenue stream in your business. So I have so many fellow entrepreneurs who either have an ebook out there as a credibility builder, or they have a series of ebooks out there, more than likely on Amazon, because that's really the best place to put your ebooks at the moment. And they've built a a passive stream of income over time. I don't like the term passive income because people think it happens overnight. It really doesn't. Passive income happens over years. So just let's, let's be clear. But the first thing about your ebook and having that, why is it critical to every revenue stream in your business? Number one, ebooks establish credibility. They tell people that you're an author, you're a writer, you have enough experience, you have enough expertise to have created something tangible that's available on Amazon, the world's number one online retailer, so that Amazon gives you credibility, the book itself gives you credibility, the expertise you put in the book, it's just, it's a credibility builder. So that's the first thing you want to understand. It's critical to every stream in your, of revenue in your business because it establishes that you are the expert you say you are. Ebooks also open the doorway to building your email list or selling your digital courses, your one-on-one coaching sessions, generating speaking gigs. I can't tell you the number of people I know who from their ebook, one ebook alone, I'm not talking 20, one, they were able, they were contacted by companies to do full day workshops, uh, four day retreats, speaking gigs around the world. Your ebook sets you up to allow people to get to know you as an expert, as a person, as somebody who can offer and deliver transformation. And that leads in your, throughout, through the ebook, that leads to people signing up for your email list because you offer opt-ins or freebies in the ebook. It allows people to reach out to you because in the end of the ebook, you leave your email address so they can contact you about speaking and doing conferences. So there's a lot of that. Your ebooks are also critical to every revenue stream in your business because it really helps people get to know you. I, I don't remember every personal story I've ever told in all of my ebooks. I think there are about 15 ebooks so far at Amazon. You can, you can check out my ebooks at overcomingfearbooks.com. But what I can tell you is in every single ebook, I really do share who I am with my readers. They get to learn stories about my life, hard stuff, 
painful things, happy things, weird things, you know? Um, they get to learn, I, I don't even know if I've told the story yet in one of my ebooks that I was literally on a bottle till I was about seven years old, right? So I think I've told it in one of the ebooks, but maybe not. I literally was on a bottle till I was about, I'd say six or seven. And the only way I got off of drinking out of a bottle was my mother said to me, if you don't get off this bottle right now, I'm going to go to school and tell all your friends. And I was done with the bottle that moment. Right? So perfectionist overachiever on a bottle till she was about six or seven. But in all of my eBooks, I, I share my life with people. I share the heartbreaks. I share the ups and the downs. And so eBooks are really critical to all of the revenue streams in your business because they really do introduce people to who you are, to what your mission is, to why you are the way you are, to what you offer them. It is a big relationship builder, especially if you can get your eBooks not only in the eBook, the Kindle format, but on Audible as well. One of my goals for this year is to get every single one of my books on Audible because right now none of them are. So when you can, when people can read the words that you write when they can hear your voice. And I highly recommend, please, if you're going to do audible, do your own narration. I get that not everybody's a voiceover actor. However, I literally, if I will only buy books on audible when the author narrates, if the author is not the narrator, I do not buy the book. I want to hear the voice of the person who put the words on the page sidebar, but I wanted to get that out there. So obviously, we understand that ebooks are critical to every revenue stream in our business. But a lot of people come up with the, the fear of, well, I don't like to write, or I don't think I'm a good writer, or I, I haven't written anything, not even an essay since college, and that was like 25 years ago. So let's talk for a little bit about why you don't have to be a writer to write an ebook. And it's interesting because, you know, I was telling my husband for a long time that he needed to write an ebook. I said, you need to write an ebook. You are so amazing at what you do. Your ability to go into a home that has mold and to be a CSI investigator and to get to the root cause of what is causing the mold and the way that you educate your, your clients about mold. I mean, what my husband can do with mold mitigation is unbelievable. And so he, he sat down and, you know, he, he, he sat down and he took all of that expertise and knowledge and he wrote a book called The Mold Epidemic, which you can find at tinyurl.com forward slash mold epidemic book. So it's tinyurl.com forward slash mold epidemic book. If you're dealing with mold, if you know somebody dealing with mold, send them the link because my husband is amazing. He really, he knows his stuff about mold and he doesn't just sort of put a bandaid over the issue because we live in a time where mold is, sick homes are a serious issue. But I told him, write a book about it teach people what they need to know about their home and their indoor air quality and the mold and what they should be looking for. And so a lot of us may think that we run a business, but we're not writers, so we can't write an ebook. But here's the thing. You don't have to be a writer to write an ebook. You have to be an expert. You have to be a pretty good storyteller, meaning, you know, you can share case studies and examples and things that you've been through or clients that you've worked with, but you don't have to be a writer. And, and you don't have to be a writer because A, you can hire a ghostwriter if you need to. Fiverr.com is a great place to find them. Um, what's the other one? 
Upwork, I think is what it's called now. But Upwork, it used to be Elance, but Upwork.com, you can find ghostwriters. You can hire an editor to edit. You know, I'm not good at grammar. I'm really not. And I do my own editing, but let me tell you what, I'm sure when I get to the point of hiring an editor, that person is going to do a way better job at editing my ebooks than I do. So, you don't have to be a writer to write an ebook. You can even writing the actual ebook. You know, a lot of people sit in front of a computer screen and they have Word open and they're like, I, I don't know what to say next. I don't, you know, they have writer's block just with Microsoft Word, a blank page open up on the screen. You know, a lot of my ebooks I've done taking my kids to and from school on the commute, recording it with a voice recording app on my phone. If you don't feel good about writing your book in a, in a Word document or typing it up, sometimes I write it on paper using legal pads, then download a voice app on your phone and just talk into it. A lot of writers do that. They just talk their book into existence and then they send those audios off to a transcriptionist and then they put the words on the page. Do whatever works for you. The key thing here is you don't have to be a writer writing an ebook. The key is your expertise. The key is the value that you bring to someone's life, not whether you know how to write an ebook. You can learn, just like I said about the New York Times bestsellers list. There's a system to getting on that list. It is a process and anybody can replicate it. Same thing with writing an ebook. There's a system to this. There's a process. Anybody can do it. And just as a sidebar, if you're still feeling kind of afraid about it, I wrote an ebook called Write That Ebook, 25 Ways to Overcome the Fear and Write Your First Book. Look it up on Amazon. You can find it at overcomingfearbooks.com, which takes you straight to my list of Amazon books. But I did write a book called Write That Ebook. So if you're still feeling a little, you know, I'm talking and you're going, I don't know, I, I want to, but then I don't read, write that ebook, 25 ways to overcome the fear and write your first ebook. Do not let fear get in your way. That's my bottom line. Like whatever you're afraid to do, it just means you're stepping out of your comfort zone. It's all good. You can do this. Move forward. So let's talk about what adding author to your bio can do for your business. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, if I, if I take time out of my business, um, I've already got so much on my plate to do. How much time am I taking out to write this ebook? And then you know, is it really going to give me an ROI that's worth the time I'm going to take out to write the ebook? So let's talk about that for a second, because ROI to us entrepreneurs is important. We want to know this business is not a hobby. This is a business. So we want to make sure that whatever we're doing is valuable. So let's talk about what adding author to your bio can do for your business. Number one, it introduces the media to your work. So I can't say enough, when you submit yourself to media, you know, um, harrow.com, helperreporterout.com, when you're, when you're submitting yourself to Harrow or anything else like that, it is nice to be able to add in your bio that you're an author. It introduces the media to you. It establishes credibility. You can refer to your book on Amazon so people can grab it. It really allows people to learn and grow from what you do, especially it Here's the thing. What it can do for your business is it is a lot, it introduces other people to you and to your work without you exchanging dollars for hours. And I'm talking to a lot of you out there who are consultants or coaches and you do one-on-one coaching. A, that's a great way to start a business. It is not a great way to scale a business. Eventually you're going to run out of hours in the day. 
So it should be every entrepreneur's goal to move away from the dollars for hours model into mailbox money, residual, passive income, that sort of thing. And so to do that, you really want to understand that when you write ebooks, you create content that people can take in, they can use, they can apply, and they can learn from you without you doing it one-on-one or even in a group coaching setting, exchanging dollars for hours. It also is a great email list builder. I can't say enough that when you introduce people to your work through an ebook, you offer them numerous opportunities in the beginning, in the middle, and in the end of that ebook to join your email list. You offer them freebies. You offer them cheat sheets and video tutorials and and other things. And by doing that, the more people get into your books, the more they sign up for things and say, hey, yeah, let me, let me um, add myself to your email list. It also introduces people to your products and services. So there is a structure to writing an ebook. And part of that structure is sharing with them typically towards the end other products and services that you offer and sending them to your website. Uh, you know, your website is on the, the, the first page of your ebook. So again, it introduces people to your products and your services, and it eventually can serve as a passive stream of income. Part of the power of Amazon and writing numerous really high quality ebooks, and I say high quality because you're not writing crap and putting crap out there. You're really, when you're writing an ebook well, you're giving your heart, your soul, you are sharing, you are teaching, you are, ed- I mean, there's just so much you can offer. When I say to you that there are so many books that have changed my life, the power of a book is that you have the power with your words to speak into somebody's life and change their life. So eventually when you write enough of those kinds of transformational books, when you teach enough people Amazon starts to do the marketing for you in a sense. And I'm not going to go into how all of that works, but the more books you write, the more Amazon starts to promote your other books to people who've bought other books from you in the past. And so eventually this can become a passive stream of income. Now, one of my mentors, Steve Scott, love his work. He writes a lot of books about habits. He makes like forty to $60,000 a month in Amazon Kindle revenue from eBooks alone. Now there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot for him that went into that years before he wrote eBooks. But I will say that this is something that if you stick with it and if you're consistent and if you really pour your heart and soul into this, it can serve eventually over a number of years as a passive stream of income. Now, the first three steps to getting started, because you might be listening to me and you might be going, okay, I feel ready. I feel ready. And again, if you don't feel ready, go grab my book, write that ebook, 25 Ways to Overcome the Fear, and write your first ebook, because that book will motivate you to get your butt up and get over the fear and do it anyway. Let's talk about the first three steps. I told you, what are my next three steps? I don't want you to go to the next 20 steps. If you're ready to write this ebook and put your heart and soul on paper and share your message with the world, here are the first three steps to get started. Number one, pull out a sheet of paper brainstorm at least 10 ebook ideas. I'm talking 10 ebook titles, subtitles, ideas. You want to get 10 on the on the page. And the reason why you want to get 10 on the page is because so there's a lot of ebook stuff that I could go into, which is why I said if you want to really get this done, take my 7-day writing challenge because I go into this in depth in the writing challenge. I'll give you that, that link at the end. And I'm not going to go in depth here because it's just a lot of stuff to cover in one podcast episode. 
But the, the reason why you brainstorm at least 10 ebook ideas is because you want to pick a niche that you're going to write in. So I started writing books at overcomingfearbooks.com about just that, overcoming fear. Now I'm transitioning into the find your focus, how do you do focus, how do you be focused, how do you stay focused niche. You want to write 10 ebooks at least on one niche. So first step is brainstorm at least 10 ebook ideas. If you, I mean, knowing your expertise, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, what are 10 ebooks that you could write? Don't worry about getting perfect titles and perfect subtitles. Just brainstorm it out. Come up with 10 ebook ideas because you're going to want to write a minimum of 10 ebooks in one niche. That's the first step. Brainstorm at least 10 ebook ideas. Second step, outline the very first ebook. So once you've got the 10 ideas down, then you say, what is the one that I feel called to write first? What is the first book in this series? And outline the first ebook. In the seven day writing challenge, I gave you the ebook template so you know exactly what you should be outlining. So take the seven day writing challenge so that you know what should be in every single chapter. Just like getting on the New York uh, bestsellers list, there is a system to it. So second step is outline your first ebook from chapters one through chapter six, what it should be. Every ebook really when you're starting out should be anywhere from about 18,000 to 25, 30,000 words. We are past the age of crime and punishment length books. Love Dostoevsky. However, people do not have the attention span today to read 650 pages or whatever that book was when I read it in high school. People like short, simple, solve my one problem in this one ebook. So step number two is outline your first ebook. Step number three to getting started is schedule daily writing time and start writing today. I teach this in the focus mindset formula. Frequency is a powerful focus habit to develop. Do it seven days a week. Set aside, you know, in the one thing Gary Keller says, four hours a day. I'm not saying you have four hours a day to write and just do writing. I am saying at least one hour a day, seven days a week, you need to have writing on your calendar. It needs to be something you do every single day frequency because you will get faster, you will get better, you will become more efficient at being a writer by writing every single day. So let me just get that out of the way. So to recap, the first three steps to getting started is one, pull out a sheet of paper, brainstorm at least 10 ebook ideas, two, Outline your first ebook. And again, the seven day writing challenge gives you the ebook template. So it makes it easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And three, schedule daily writing time and start writing today. I mean, no, no postponing, no saying to yourself, well, I got a plan and I got to clean my office and I got to figure out. No, no, no. That's procrastination. We're not doing that with this. Schedule daily writing time. Start today. Now, Back to the seven day writing challenge. If you want to join me because you're feeling motivated to write this ebook finally, but you don't know exactly how to do it and you want step by step instructions, video tutorials, then join my seven day writing challenge, which you can get at https colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash writing challenge seven, the number seven. So tinyurl.com forward slash writing challenge seven, the number seven. And of course, go to overcomingfearbooks.com and get my book, write that ebook, 25 ways to overcome the fear and write your first ebook. Let me just speak to the heart of you for a second because there's 
still going to be people who know that they have books within them. And I didn't say book singular. I said books plural who have books within them who are going to listen to the inner critic when it says, but yeah, that's been written. You know, Louise L. Hay already wrote about affirmations and healing your life. And Marianne Williamson already wrote, you know, a return to love and the gift of change. And geez, Deepak Chopra's written 30 plus books on everything from healing to, you know, epigenetics. Listen, let me just take a moment to speak to your higher self and speak to the heart of you. You have a tribe of people who will hear your voice in a way that no one else, that no one else can speak to them, can reach them. It doesn't matter if Deepak, Marianne, Wayne Dyer, God rest his soul, Louise L. Hay, God rest her soul, and all of the other, it does not matter if they've already done it. The tribe that is for you, the tribe of clients and customers and people that are for you, they will hear your voice in a way that they will not hear from anyone else, which means they will experience transformation from you in a way that they will not experience from anyone else. When I write books about overcoming fear, when I write books about how do you focus and how do you develop the focus habit, I understand that there are at least 30 other books out there on those topics. I understand that there are writers who've written already been there, done that. You know, Mark Victor Hansen and Gary Keller, they've written about focus. But here's what I know to be true. I have a tribe of people who will hear and implement the wisdom of focus from me in a way that they won't hear it from Gary Keller and they won't hear it from Mark Victor Hansen and they won't hear it from Brian Tracy because Brian and Mark and Gary have their tribes. I have mine. So if you're dealing with this self-doubt thing, if you're dealing with this, but I'm not good enough, I don't know if I can stay the course, can I just speak to your higher self for a second? Yes, you can. And not only yes, you can, you must. You must. There are people who will hear from you in a way they will hear from ne no one else, and they will not experience their highest level of transformation if you don't write that book. So stop playing with this. Stop giving in to an inner critic that doesn't really know who you are and has not been reintroduced to your higher self yet. S let your higher self take the lead. Trust the process. Go after what you want. Write every single day. Listen, do not edit as you write. Let me just throw something in there. Write, free write the whole book. Get to the end of the, the 18 to 25,000 words. Then go back and edit or hire an editor. But get your message out into the world. It's not simply to build your business. It's for the people who are for you, who have been waiting for a long time to hear from you in this format. I just wanted to say that because I think there are some entrepreneurs who've wanted to write a book for over 10 years at this point, and they're not because they're afraid that they're not good enough, that it's already been done, that people are doing it. And I just want to tell you, that's a lie. That's a lie. That That is your inner critic trying to keep you small. And I need you to stop playing small. And I need you to get your work out into the world so other people can change their lives because of your work. It is your privilege, but it's also your responsibility to do that. You were put here to do that. So what am I saying? Do that. And if you need help along the way, go get my seven-day writing challenge. 
tinyurl.com forward slash writing challenge seven, the number seven. And in the meantime, please share this podcast with someone that you know who has been wanting to write a book, who has been telling you that they need to write a book, who has not written the book. Could you just email this link to them and send them this, this episode and tell them to listen to it five times? Because sometimes the first time it doesn't sink in and we need to hear something again and again and again and again, which is why I do affirmations, right? Why we all, we we remind ourselves of things. I write sticky notes and post-it notes and just, you know, all kinds of stuff. Thank you for listening. Uh, This has been more of a practical episode. I still throw mindset in there and emotional intelligence work in there because I love it. And because I believe that all of our success comes down to EQ, emotional intelligence, mindset, and that we can always have a stronger, more powerful mindset, because as long as we're breathing, we can grow, we can develop, we can transform. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show.